Spirit Radio Podcasts. The annual Trafficking in Persons report was actually released earlier this month and it's downgraded Ireland from a Tier 1 to a Tier 2 country. So that what does that mean? Well, it means that Ireland is no longer deemed to be meeting the minimum standards required to fight against human trafficking. So this is not good news. Our next guest is a recent graduate from the United States who's currently in Ireland after travelling to Kathmandu, Nepal and Sri Lanka, working with organisations on the ground who are com- combating human trafficking. Online to tell us a little bit more about her experience and indeed her time in Ireland, we have Victoria Stanick. Victoria, thanks for joining us on the programme. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us just a little bit about yourself, Victoria, and your background. I'd love to. So I am from just about an hour outside of Boston in the U.S. I've just graduated with my degree in social work and psychology from the University of New Hampshire. And I've spent my summer, I've been um, really fortunate to have the opportunity to be in uh, Nepal, Sri Lanka, and now Northern Ireland and the Republic to work with agencies that fight human trafficking. So I've just really gotten to see all different levels of it, you know, all the three tiers and different um, areas of opportunity and lack thereof and see how people are using their resources to fight human trafficking. And So, Victoria, tell us a little bit about all the places that you've travelled over the past number of weeks and why you chose those places. So when I was in Sri Lanka, I got to visit um, Compassion International and see what the needs are there and what they've been doing to fight uh, trafficking. And and really, I was working, um, learning about how to fight labor trafficking and sex trafficking in the tea industry. Um, one of the main problems there is that there's such a need in the labor industry in Nepal and Sri Lanka that labor trafficking is not seen as a huge problem because at least someone has a job, whereas in the U.S. and Ireland, that's still a really big concern. You know, people should be given their basic rights. Human rights are a really huge problem, so it's just really humbling to see the vast difference in other countries where having a place to stay and getting getting employment and being able to feed your family, even if that's not very much, if you're not given, you know, the things that you really should deserve and you're not given a salary that meets basic standards, at least it's something in the first place. You're not living on the street. So that's in term, been really in wild. Ter- yeah, in terms of, and you touched a little bit on there, Victoria, of what you've learned and what you came across during your travels, what are the things that I suppose surprised you and the things that you're really taking away from it all? Um, I've taken away the fact that everywhere we go, human trafficking is a massive problem. So it's not it's not ever some other country's issue. It's not ever someone else's problem or something that's so far away from us. It's it's in our doorstep. It's right in our backyard. So every country that I've been to, I have met people who say, oh, well, that happens somewhere else, doesn't it? But it happens. it happens in the U.S. It happens in Ireland. It happens right in your city of of Sligo, right? So it's uh, everywhere I go, people are so quick to dismiss it as, yeah, I've heard of human trafficking, or I think that sounds familiar, but that happens elsewhere. So people are kind of a little bit in denial, Victoria, in terms of Ireland. They think that's that's not an Irish problem. Right? Because if you know how safe you feel in your home, then how can that be happening in your town? But 
it happened in my town too. So in terms of just um, awareness around this issue and what can be done, what can we do in Ireland, especially since it's been downgraded in terms of that from a tier one to a tier two country? I think the biggest thing to be doing is to be having conversations and bringing awareness and light to the issue because if we ignore it, if we sweep it under the rug, then that's letting it continue, right? So be having conversations with your friends, your family, strangers, just bringing awareness to human trafficking, what those signs and signals can look like. You know, does there seem to be um, a vast age difference between someone? Are they being steered to where do they go? Are they not advocating for themselves? Are they dressed inappropriately for the weather, the work they're doing, or are they very scared or in fear? There's... um, there's so many warning signs of human trafficking and all its different forms. And it's really good to be able to call the police or bring awareness that something felt wrong about that step up and do something. It's, it's just really important to, to know more about it, I think. And, and by knowing more about it, then it quickly becomes less overwhelming because when you hear the words human trafficking, it's very easy for that to be, just overwhelming something that maybe you or I cannot approach because that's a massive issue. It's essentially modern-day slavery, though, Victoria, isn't it? Right? It's modern-day slavery, and it's it's the forced fraud and coercion of an individual, and that can happen in many different forms. It's taking someone's human rights and forcing them into maybe labor or or uh, organ um, you know organ harvesting it can be child labor it can be sex trafficking it can be a number of different things but when we just think of that as someone's son or daughter and express concern it can quickly take that power away and we can do something about it um, in terms of Victoria people listening, okay, and they are, they have the response that, uh, as you said, many people have, they don't think that this is an issue in their town, and their city, and now that they are, have more awareness about it, they're saying, okay, so what do I need to look out for in order to prevent human trafficking? To prevent human trafficking, I think it's really important to know if someone is seeming very fearful or submissive? Are they refusing to make eye contact? Are they reluctant to discuss um, injuries or health problems? Are they inadequately dressed for their situation? Um, Are there really um, strange security measures on buildings? Are windows boarded up, but there's a lot of coming and going from a location? Um, Are they being controlled? things like that. And in those instances, reach out to the police, reach out to Invisible Traffic, uh, follow us on social media, on our website. You can do so much just by talking about it and, you know, coming to events. Invisible Traffic holds a lot of awareness events if you want to learn more. Our website is invisibletraffic.org and you can follow us on um, Twitter and Instagram as well. 
Well, Victoria, thanks so much for talking to us this morning and telling us a little bit about the work that you've been doing and indeed uh, illuminating us to the issue of human trafficking. Thanks for joining us on Spirit Radio. That was Victoria Stanick there. And as Victoria mentioned, you can go to the website invisibletraffic.org and there you have a, f- a support free phone helpline, which is 0808 800 801. That's 0808 800 801. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.